0: Um, as a note, uh, the reason Father Lay is not here, uh, is Father Dave, uh, is, is in the, he was taken in the hospital last night, so he and I will be covering, uh, both parishes by ourselves this weekend, and the whole mass schedule, presider schedule, I guess, will be a little bit unique, uh, but please, uh, pray for Father Dave, uh, if you would, that'd be great. Um. I don't know if you've seen one of these things that's kind of going around where it says uh, bad times produce uh, good people. Good people produce good times. Good times produce weak people. Weak people produce bad times. Have you seen this? Yeah? Uh, When we talk about St. Catherine of Siena, these were some bad times in the church. We were in the midst of what was called the Avignon Papacy, and sweet Lord, I could bore you to death with a lot of detail here, Uh, but we had two, we had popes and anti-popes, and no small number of them. And clergy were fighting with each other. Uh, lay people weren't sure what to do. Uh, a lot of clergy were pursuing power instead of holy. It was a bad time in the church. And along came St. Catherine, who by uh, with a formidable intellect and absolutely radical dedication to prayer, uh, she... I'm serious, almost single handedly ended all the nonsense. Uh, her letters to priests, I pray, I never got one like that. Uh, I have. Um, she ended the Avignon Papacy. Wars, they tried with wars, that didn't work. They tried with dirty political games, that didn't work. They tried everything except, I don't know, holiness. Um, and Catherine came along and uh, ended it. My gosh. In our first reading, we have that theme as well. All of a sudden, the disciples went from living in a church where everyone was getting torn to pieces by the religious and political authorities. And this happened a lot in the 300 years that Christianity was illegal, and all of a sudden, it just quit. And there was never really any rhyme or reason to it. But during those brief, peaceful times, these people who had suffered so And I mean real suffering, not their feelings got hurt, but real suffering. They then went out, and as you heard, healed the sick, fed the poor. The hard times made them holy. When we look finally at Jesus, I think we get a sense of why it worked with the disciples, huh? That almost every time the disciples talk, they say something stupid. Almost every time they open their mouth, Jesus has to tell them, no. Remember, Peter says, you're the Christ, the son of God. And Jesus says, yes, you got it right. You listened to the Lord. And now we're going to go to Jerusalem and I'm going to die. And Peter said, well, let's not go to Jerusalem. (laughs) Yeah. Every time. But here's what they got right. you heard it today. They were followers of Jesus, not fans. Jesus has always had a billion fans. Yay, Jesus, you keep doing good things. You be nice, Jesus. Way to go. And the moment it turns to change, well, then we walk away. But whatever the disciples got wrong, they got this right. We're going to follow you with our broken hearts, with our confused minds, we're just going to stick to you. So I think that's the thing we could do here. As we recognize that good people, the bad times, made some strong people. And most of us were raised by them. And those strong people made some good people who made some good times. And in the good times... We produced weak people. And those weak people are producing some bad times. So here's the question for us. Will we follow him? Will we follow him? Will we be followers? Because again, he's got tons of fans. He's got very few followers. Well, by the strength of this Eucharist, by the beauty of this word, we will follow him wherever it takes us. Just like St. Catherine. Amen.